welcome to this session on restaurant and hospitality tech delivered to you by us, the Digitools in a Cruel World podcast team. You can find the podcast on all the normal channels, and for those of you who haven't listened to it before, we release weekly episodes on the changes in the accounting tech landscape, and it's hosted by Ryan, John, and myself. Before we dive into everything hospitality, we should probably do a quick introduction on who we are and why we're talking about it. So first we've got Indy Tatler, our amazing producer, who works at Arix, who are a data-driven business that's redefining uh, invoice financing. So they're dotted around somewhere, so if you want to go check them out at some point, please do. Uh, I myself, I am a chartered accountant, I work in a mid-tier accounting firm called Scrutton Bland in East Anglia. I head up our SP Digital team, which is all about bringing cloud-based technology into SMEs, so various different SMEs, but all including restaurant and hospitality business. Then we've got the infamous John Toon, who is the lead uh, tech strategy at Beaver yep. and Strathers, a mid-tier firm up near Manchester somewhere. In the northwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all good. <laughs> now, if you've listened to our podcast before, you'll be aware that normally it's Ryan and John that grill any of the hosts that we have. But as today we're talking to them, I'm going to direct a few questions their way. So we're going to keep this quite informal, but you know, I definitely have the power here to begin with. If anyone has any questions towards the end, then please get your thinking caps on because we want to try and make this as helpful as possible. And of course, we're putting them under the spotlight to really see if they understand this area as well as they claim they do. So kicking things off, when we talk about income for hospitality, what are the key areas that people should be focusing on? So income. So we're looking at point of sale systems, we're looking at payments, and we're also looking at things that go along with that, so gift cards integrations into delivery systems anything from that and a lot of this is quite manual historically but there's lots out there that can redefine how this would work but the key thing on any of that is how you get that information from that initial sale through the system into finance really okay but then with making tax digital mtd they've got an exemption for those with till systems so that they can manually enter information daily. So why would or why should we care about the integrated systems? So integrated systems are basically there to ease the pain of managing that process. So obviously we know with MTD there is an exemption. We don't need to be collecting that data and posting that data into the finance system on a daily basis. And clearly with food and beverage sector, we can be looking at significant volumes, which can be really damaging to using a product like Zero QuickBooks where we've got transaction limits. But one of the great advantages of having a fully integrated system is that you've now got all of that data flowing through the systems and some of the really good POS systems for example that allow you to summarize the data rather than sending detailed transaction by transaction uh, information across to zero so you've got great advantages there. Yeah it's, it's not about compliance is it? it's about automation the biggest pain point that we experience when talking to clients is reconciling definitely the payment side against their takings and by integrating definitely the digital payment collection into your point of sale system, that reconciles and pushes into your finance system. And as long as you've aligned when that cutoff is, so that you can set the cutoff at different times of day, as long as you've aligned that, it's generally a one-click reconciliation. So you're taking what takes a whole day, possibly more for businesses, down into potentially minutes to hours. Yeah. 
and, that, and that's a really big advantage as well, isn't it? For anyone that's worked in the sector, you'll know that you'll have credit card control, you'll have till controls, you'll have cash controls, you might have multiple payment channels as well, you've got multiple control accounts. So managing that process, if you're doing it manually, can be quite burdensome. So having that integration, that way of automatically being able to manage all of those and reconciling that end of day cashing up process to make it as seamless as possible is really, really simple. On the positives, so, and you highlighted a couple of little things that are considerations that people should be aware of. So what are the challenges, what are the other common pitfalls and negatives of it as well? When it comes to negatives, one of the key issues is if you've got a lot of automation and you've not got it set up properly, it can go tits up really quickly. And that's a real challenge. Yeah, it's a real challenge to manage because as accountants, bookkeepers, when we're dealing with businesses, if they automated something and made a real mess, it's going to take a long time for us to unpick that and correct it. And if you don't also understand how that integration operates, that's a challenge that you're going to have to fix as well in terms of making sure that you fix the mess that's been created, but then also fix the initial problem that created the mess. The other side of it as well is that quite often what we tend to see or what we found before is that we have clients who will get a system that they think is fully integrated into a product like Zero or QuickBooks, but actually the reality is it's like a one-way push or the data transfer doesn't work in quite the way that you expect and so what happens is you're not seeing that seamless full integration both ways between products and that's a real advantage for managing the full process because it again it makes it easy to fix problems when they occur it also makes it easy to identify problems as well you know I guess the other thing is businesses we talk to tend to focus on one key area they, they focus on a pain point they've got and then they'll just go dive headfirst into selecting a system that deals with that pain point rather than considering the wider remit of everything and how it connects. So say that they, they now want to sell online for a channel, they'll be going, okay, well, how do I integrate that channel? I need to move to this system rather than going, well, what's the overarching way I operate and how does that interact with the wider system such as fine? Obviously, on the podcast, we make a lot of recommendations. We talk about some of the different softwares that are out there and which ones we think are valuable that people should invest time in looking at. So which ones do you guys back? Obviously, it's not a paid promotion. So which ones do you actually put your name to? We're cloud first, so we generally only look at cloud-based technology. Now, when it comes to point-of-sale systems, that can be tricky because depending on where they are, if they're in London, they're always going to be connected to the internet. But if you go more remote, then actually, do you need to consider some edge technology, i.e. something that can sit in a, a certain location and then feed information up? So it's, it's not as simple, this is the solution, but there are some software out there that's leading in this area. Lightspeed is one of those. You've got a good teal company in one area. And depending on what you want and what your key focus is, will be what you should drill down into. Those are probably two that I definitely look at. Topology is another. I'm sure you've got many you've come across as well, John. Yeah, I mean, Lightspeed is a real favourite of mine, designed specifically for the sector. Really great integrations, really great integrations with things like iPads for ordering and bits and pieces like that and used quite quite a lot in quite a lot of the cafes and restaurants that I go into in Manchester so it's good to see. I get a bit nerdy about ordering food and, and that's good. Venn's also good as well. I mean they're, they're probably one of the biggest like POS systems in the world and have some really good integrations as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd say we've with uh, Vend, they, they kind of also go on the retail side as well. So depending on what you do, you can have an overlap if, you, if you're kind of a hybrid model. The other benefit about Lightspeed is they've, they've bought other products that were really powerful in the marketplace. So they've kind of widened their remit. So it's not just, just what they had originally. And I think the key thing about all of those products as well is they've got really good integrations with payment platforms. So they can take card payments at a table, they can take card payments online. They will also integrate with things like the Uber Eats and the other products where, particularly during COVID, there was a real issue for restaurants who had to shut down, but then were servicing people via effectively takeaway food and managing that process because every single platform that you sell through has a different way of dealing with that. Managing that and aggregating all of that information is, is really important and the POS tends to be the place that you do that.
And one thing I should definitely touch on here, that if you're kind of new and moving into this, then Zettel is someone you should probably talk to because they've got an advisor that sits inside Zettel that can talk through the various point of sale systems and guide your client down to what may fit. Obviously, you're kind of throwing all in with a payment gateway if you're going down that route, but it's worth starting a conversation in that area if you haven't already. Before we go down any more of that rabbit hole, which often happens on a podcast, but because this is live, we can't do that. <laughs> so... Um, what about purchases? What are the pitfalls? What are the challenges? And then we'll come on to the other bits, but yeah, start with that. Yeah, so I mean, the, the key thing for a lot of F&B businesses is volume. You can quite easily in one single restaurant end up with thousands of invoices a month being processed. Often, given that you're ordering fresh food in particular, you're gonna be having regular orders on a regular basis. And the real challenge then is around not just managing that paperwork, because that's kind of easy with OCR technology, but also managing the ordering process, managing the pricing process as well, making sure that you're not being under an overcharge. Also managing the delivery process and making sure that you're matching things off as they come through, because again, you quite often get under and over orders on, on deliveries. So that's really important. And if you've got that built into a really good product, you can then also manage things like uh, due dates uh, and, and all the other things that are relevant for fresh food. So that's uh, really powerful, building out recipe cards and things. Sorry, I got a little distracted, so I'm just gonna pause for one minute. Can you all hear us? Okay, just checking a lot of at the noise back. Coming from there. Over here, I can only hear a hand dryer, so that's why I was like <laughs> just checking that you can actually hear us. So did you cover that it, it varies by size? So yeah, it can vary by size. Again, one of the big things that you'll have is like some of your restaurant clients, if you've got them, or some of your uh, F&B clients will be single site. Some of them are multi-organizations. So the real challenge then is how do you get to a place where you can manage all of that, you can track all of that, make sure that you're getting the right costs in the right part of the business. If you're in a single zero license, you want to be using things like tracking, for example. But if you're multi-organization, you want to be, make sure that you've got the right integrations to build all of that information through. So you're then seeing because as we know for most F&B businesses, key thing is all about margin and seeing what that looks like from a financial point of view. Okay, great. And then are there any other problems that would exist in this sort of space? Yeah, I, from the payments and procurement side, I've always experienced with clients, it's actually getting their team to take this on board because generally it's a change of process. They're used to just, you know, the, the person, it could be a chef, it could be just someone working in the restaurant, they'll come in, take a delivery, take a piece of paper, throw it in a box and then finance deal with that. Whereas if you're bringing in a digital system, they have to be on board, they have to actually want to, or not want to, but kind of be pushed into adopting a technological process. They have to do something, might be scanning a document, but they can't just throw it into someone else's problem. And that's the bit that's probably the biggest change in culture that I experience when trying to bring this, this technology into hospitality businesses. That's the hardest pushback. If you're working with a client, you really have to be forceful in this area. Okay, and again, you're only worth your salt if you give us recommendations. What apps would you say work well to solve this? We mentioned OCR before, and clearly there are many, many OCR products, but for me, the one that stands at the top of the tree when it comes to this sector is Lightyear. It's been built and designed specifically for the sector, has all of the things that you want from the very earliest part of that process, from purchase order all the way through to the end of price checking, being able to reconcile statements, because supplier statements are still a thing in the F&B sector, they're pretty much dead everywhere else, but, but that's definitely there. And it's got really great integrations, not just with the smaller end cloud products, but also some of the larger end cloud products like NetSuite and like Intact as well. So if you've got a really large chain, you've got the ability to make use of a product there that's got scale, and that's really important. Yeah, and another benefit that I've experienced with Lightyear is that you can have basically one platform that can cover multiple organizations. So if you've scanned 
a purchase or delivery note or anything, that one system, but you realize actually it's, it's gone allocated to the wrong entity. It's really easy to change it across into another license, which is very challenging in the purchase management space. So that's definitely something. But generally, I'd say Lightyear is kind of top end. Lightyear is, you know, you've got a complex um, business. You've got one hospitality client in one location. Lightyear is possibly overkill. Then you might want to be looking at something like a Libio, which is slightly more streamlined, potentially easier UI, easier for clients to get on board with. And if you go really small, then you're probably just going simply down to a Dex auto entry kind of level. Cool. And then post B word Brexit, COVID, obviously the restaurant and hospitality industry has taken an absolute battering. So when it comes to staff management, what are the other common issues here? Definitely trying to source people is a massive problem at the moment. But hospitality, generally, you've got a lot of people doing various shifts. So staff management, rotors are a key pain point. That's the number one place to start because I've found from talking to clients, generally everything they're doing is either on Excel or paper or a board written somewhere and they have to try and communicate via WhatsApp or text to everyone. So getting a simple system that they can do rotor management in and communicate to their staff is the number one area I'd go down. But then you can go beyond that. You can look at payroll, integrated HR solutions. It can start getting quite in-depth but adds a lot of value because of the high volume and high potentially turnaround of staff. Okay, and then how do we solve this? What solutions work well for it? What recommendations do you have on that front? Come on, tell us. All right, staff management. Okay, so I'd break it down into a number of areas. I touched on the fact you've got rotor and staff management. Generally, I'd always bulk that in with communication because of the way they work and the way the solutions define themselves. So if I pigeonhole that, I'll then separate it into payroll and HR. Now, a lot of the time they'll communicate, so you can get a road to management system that's potentially your tracking timesheets on because you're gonna want people to clock in, clock out. You can match that or link that into a payroll solution. And then if you're looking at onboarding, you're looking at HR. So if I'm delving into specific solutions, I'll probably first look at a long-term player in this space for road to management, which is deputy. They've been around for a long time. They're pretty robust in the area. They know a lot about the hospitality space and the retail sector. I wouldn't say that their integrations are the best. It can feel a bit cumbersome if you want to do a bit more, if you want to integrate into payroll. But you've got others, if you're quite heavy on zero, is it tender I'm trying, and plan day as well, others to look at. And then if you're moving into the payroll area, I'd always consider looking at Keepo. And they've got a really good road to management system inside that. So you wouldn't necessarily need a deputy and they integrate into a lot of HR solutions. So if you do want to build that out into the whole onboarding process, you've got a far greater range of options that you can delve into. Have you come across any, any more in that space, Jim? Not really, but I mean, I think the key thing about, you mentioned key for anyone that's QuickBooks user and uses QuickBooks Payroll, that's white label um, KeyPay. Key so yeah. that kind of tells you the power of that product and why Intuit have chosen that for, for powering their UK payroll. Yeah, and if they're a, a zero client and so they're heavy on the finance side of zero and they're using zero payroll, it makes sense to go down the plan day route because they're building that integration out over. So you really have to kind of look at the wider space. We can throw apps at you. But the key thing is you've got to have a wider, what's your remit? Is you just bringing a point of sale system? You're looking at staff management. Generally, you're going to have to consider the wider, the wider thoughts of what's going on in the business, what other products they're using. At this point, there's quite a lot of you now, actually, which is great. Thank you. Anyone have any questions from the room? Go, you in the back. Just in case not, not everyone heard the question. So it was asking whether Good Teal integrates into Zero. So it definitely used to. As far as I'm aware, it still does. They were bought out by SumUp recently. And so 
the integration of the pa other payment platforms have generally been curtailed. They've kind of got that deep integration with SumUp. But yes, as far as I'm aware, as where they have a very good integration. The, the integration is not easy to set up. I think that's one of the issues with it in terms of from a platform point of view. It's a bit challenging to get get right. We've had clients who've made a real mess of it in the past and not got the control accounts right, for example, and that's that's a real kicker. Reconciliation with payments, yeah, definitely. A anyone else? Okay, all right, brilliant question. So this was, what do you recommend for those businesses that don't have internet access all the time? Okay, so I wouldn't say that we don't, we don't go down the cloud route. So there's a lot you can do to navigate that. So I've recently brought in hospitality-based software, including Point Cell, and for a client that's far east in East Anglia. So they've got internet, but it can be intermittent. It cannot be reliable. So what we tend to do at that point is work with their IT provider to look at a, a file safe for kind of backstop for what happens if their main internet connection goes down. Like basically resilience, because we looked at those that have edge technology and what they were trying to achieve meant that they couldn't achieve all of that with those tools that sit in one spot and then share data up on an ad hoc basis because they were looking at kind of real time integrations with payments, etc. So we tend to look at that resilience measures, working with the IT provider, and then actually you can get quite a robust cloud product in those areas that don't have the best internet connection. I think Vend has quite a good edge technology regarding this, but then you lose some of the deeper hospitality functionality you might want, depending if they're in restaurants, etc. Yeah, just to add to that, I mean, both Lightspeed and Vend are quite good if you've got patchy internet connection. The key issue tends to be not internet connection in terms of taking orders, it's usually around payments, that's yeah. usually where the problems arise, and so obviously you don't want to be frustrating the customer experience in terms of they want to have a seamless experience with you, be able to order easily, be able to pay easily, and so yeah, all of those have offline ways of being able to take payment. Vend in particular has got like lots of solutions on there where you, you can almost go back to like the old school credit card machines that we're all familiar with from sort of like 20 years ago. So you've got options around that. Quite often what they will do is allow you to accumulate data and then you can push it and sync it when that connection's more stable and more suitable. So that, that's definitely an option. Any other questions at all? Room? Let's go for it. the names of those uh, two HR Names of the HR. So I guess I was focusing on the payroll side, which was KeyPay, but HR solutions that integrate into that are Employment Hero. They've got, in fact, Employment Hero just recently bought KeyPay, so they're building out that integration quite deeply. HR Partner is another one that integrates into KeyPay, but has a one-directional sync, and it does it the other way around to what you'd expect it to do, so you'd want to have a look into that. Great, so if there's no other questions, no? One oh. more, great. So that was the question was, what's a good system for stock taking? That's a very, very good question and a topic we've generally avoided because the first discussion on stock taking regarding hospitality is whether it's worth it or not and in what areas because depending on the size and scale of the business, trying to bring in a stock taking process can actually add a lot of costs, a lot of problems without actually adding a lot of value. But actually a lot of the modern point of sale systems have a stock taking facility either built in or as an add-on. And so definitely likes a vent, that's got that built in, Lightspeed the same. Good Till I believe has an add-on regarding the stock side, at least last time I looked. So yeah, depending on what you want to do with it and how vast you want to build that in. Because if you're looking at food, you need to look at wastage and expected wastage. Yeah, is what, what system? And I would say actually, if you're going down the stock route, that's the number one assessment you need to 
be taking when looking at all of the different point of sales. If that's a real key consideration for the business, then that's where getting something mega specific for the sector is really useful. For, so Lightspeed would probably be the place to go to. As, as Ryan said, Ven's also got that capability. Goodtill has that capability, but it's scaled back. It's not kind of the same level of sophistication. And like I said before, Lightspeed's got things like use by dates and expiry dates built into that system as well. So it'll help you manage that process. So not only can you do that like boring, like auditor month ends dot tape that some of us still do, but you can also proactively manage that as well. So you'll get alerts within the system about products and, and things that may be going off that need to be de dealt with and managed. Okay, so I think that's going to bring this session to a close. So in summary, there's three key areas that we'd wanted to focus on today, which was the income purchases and staff management, and the common problems around data capture, rotors, and reconciliation. You guys have made an abundance of recommendations. So obviously, Lightyear, Lightspeed, Deputy, Tanda, KeyPay, Libio, keep going. List is endless. So. Um, we're not sponsored to say that, so I will just add, it's not a paid promotion. Though, if you are interested in understanding or hearing more about the insights, and this is exactly the sort of stuff that we cover on our podcast, forgive the cheesiness of the name, it is DigiTools in a Cruel World, and you can find it on all the podcast channels. So give us a subscribe, and then hopefully you can listen to some of the other channels, and we cover App News Weekly. Like we said, it's on the all the changes in the accounting tech industry, everything to do with new apps coming in and feature changes and things like that. So anything more to add? If you're kind of new to this and you focus on hospitality, you want to delve into it, some advisory, definitely reach out and partner with some people in the space. Trying to go into it on your own is quite overwhelming. There's a lot to do. And if you mess it up and it's a client of yours, you're going to get an incredibly bad relationship because it's going to massively affect an industry that's already been suffering for quite a while. So definitely look to partner, reach out to people in the space, and yeah, don't try and do it on your own. And my last point is I'm going to make a shameless plug to the guys down the front here. So if you hadn't noticed, then the guys in the green tops are from Fresho, brand new app that's just come over from Australia, boots on the ground here in the UK, and they help food and beverage businesses with that fresh food ordering process, connecting those businesses to wholesalers and traders in that sector. So brand new app in the sector, cutting edge, really, really interesting. I've not been paid to say um, that. Genuinely, come and see them, say hello. There's, a, there's an offer if you do have clients that might be interested in this. So yeah, speak to these guys because this is what we do. We support brand new apps in the space. And thanks for coming.